Welcome to episode 151 of Flight Football and Anything Else. I'm Dave. And I'm Mike. How you doing, Dave? I am better than most. Not as good as some. How are you? Quite well, thank you. Uh, little NASCAR on TV. We got the final race of the season, and then I think NASCAR I, next season, the Daytona 500, is like 35, 40 minutes after this race ends. <laughs> so that everybody says the baseball season too long. NASCAR goes right. February to November. Yeah. So, um, but I, quite well actually. Good. Good to hear it. Good to hear. And, it. In fact, so well, I'm not even sure. Our normal segment three segment, the old fuck you segment. I, oh, I, I got one. Okay, well, I you got, got one, and I'm gonna have to. I'll have to think of something that irritated me or irked me or something. But yeah, but yeah, it's right now. It's been a good, you know, good week. Good. Uh, All right. What's, well, for, what's first on the agenda? Yeah, first on the agenda is social probation. It's a hazy IPA from Right Brain Brewery in Traverse City, Michigan. Uh, let's see, seven percent ABV and the infamous zero or NA IBUs. All right. Let's get this party started. Almost looks like the Delta House from yeah. Animal House on the, the can. On the letters where they would, you know, have the the Greek letters for right. fraternities. It says RBB, which would be Right, right Brain, Brain Brewery. Brewery. Yeah. So, all right. Okay. Actually, it's a poor. Yeah. It's good head. I don't, yeah, I don't. I don't like. It's a good commercial pour. Though. It is. So it's hard to drink through all yeah. the. Cheers. Cheers. Good. Well, oh yeah. yeah. It's, it's <laughs> Very hazy. Yeah, definitely hazy IPA. <laughs> hazy New England. On the notes for sure. Oh. Yeah, Mike's they must. Not, like... they, yeah, they must not have just wanted to. Not bitter. To get you bitter beer face, but I think there's some IBUs in this. This oh, is not. Yeah, yeah they, I think they just said, "Ah, fuck it, we're just not putting them in there." <laughs> right. Because we don't know what the exacts. Ah, to hell with it. Because right. this right here is mm-hmm. again. This is why I started when you know. Yeah. Before the pod started, we would drink. We didn't really have a lot of IPAs. We did mostly just regular beer, like you know. Dark beers, a couple porters, and then yeah. we got into the IPAs. Right. And, you know, I think I remember the first one that was, we didn't really like it, but it was so bad. It was kind of like, you know, this is interesting, was the Tree for Madness. Tree for Madness. I wonder if we had that today, if we would, because re, I remember when we tried that, we yeah. thought that was the we bitterest like, Jesus, thing. We're like, God dang, we got four more of these we got to finish. Exactly. So, but yeah, this is. And maybe that's why we started liking IPAs, because everything after that wasn't well, like. 900 yeah, IBUs. I mean, this is nowhere near that tree for me. No, hell but, no. No, no, But no. it's definitely, like, if you're blindfolded, you know, there's no, oh, geez, this could be a porter. I mean, there's obviously, <laughs> no. you know, you know no, this is yeah. a IPA. No, but I mean, just the the New England, the, the, the it's almost not grapefruit. It's almost like a orangish tangerine kind of a yeah, fruity. Yeah, the, the tangerine, the tangerine on the finish. Yeah. So. Yeah, really good. Um, last night. Oh, yeah. Go, go ahead. What no, you I was, no, you're going to go right into it, so let's go. Last night, we had the rally in the valley. Mm-hmm. Good time. I, I always have a good, a lot of times I dread going to that, but then you get there and you're, it's usually people that 
you know, but you yeah. don't spend a lot of time with. Well, it's an open bar, Mike, right. so it's hard. Well, to... but the only thing, is, and I didn't even really feel like drinking last night. What? That, well, what? Yeah, that didn't Wait, last. Let, it let didn't me get last, back on my stool. It didn't. It didn't last long, but I mean, it, it, you know, I'm. If we were on YouTube, the viewers could see me use the old air quotes, quotes because it was an open bar, but it was also seventy five dollars a person. Yeah, and I made. Oh, you the, paid for it. I yeah. made the decision that it's for the kids, Mike. Right. Oh no, it's a good cause. I don't. Yeah, yeah. I don't have any problem with it. But it's like, all right, they got some chicken, they got some beef, they got some salad, little potatoes. I don't think I can get eat seventy five dollars worth of that. So then I had to start pounding the old Bud Bud right. bottles. And I tell you, there's something about Budweiser. That Budweiser was my beer in high school and early part of college. But and I would like to talk to a beer, a true beer expert, because some nights after the pod. There's some mornings after the pot, I should say. You know, I'm in rough shape in the morning, you know, because of, you know, all the pre-potting and the in-between segments and everything that I've been drinking. Right. And I'm not saying a 15%, you know, in barrel-age stout isn't going to knock you on your ass, but there is something about a Budweiser hangover that is just amazing. I don't I don't know if it's the Beachwood aging or what it is, but... <laughs> I woke up, I, you know, all right, so we were there, what, I was. I got there at 6, we left at, what time did we leave, 10-ish? Uh, no, it was, it was definitely 10.30, 10.45. All right, so four and a half hours, I'm, I'm guessing I drank a dozen. Okay. Tw- uh, 12 beers. Sure. You know, and I remember everything, obviously I was in no condition to drive, and therefore I didn't. Because Liz, right? Liz didn't have anything to drink, so she drove. And... um. But it's and then we got home. We watched the end of the World Series. More on that segment two. You know, come on, listeners. You know we do sports segment two, so we're not going to cover that right now. Um, and I had one, uh, the hazy depth uh, double IPA from Austin Brothers as I watched the conclusion of the World Series. And so I mean, I remember everything. I wasn't drunk, but then I woke up at. 5.45, and I was perplexed. I'm thinking, like, did we set the clock? Is it 5.45 right now, or is it actually 4.45 because we didn't set the clocks back? And it's like, oh, shit. And then, I, and then it was just that pounding fucking headache that only Budweiser can deliver. And I don't know what it is, but it's every whether I drink four or the twelve or more, what I right. I probably had more than twelve because like, sure. you know when you're not getting out any green or plastic, it's just like yep, give me another, <laughs> yep, give me another. Right. So, um, shout out to Maddie though; she took care of the tables excellent. Uh, yeah, a little less frosted, spiky. Okay. Blonde hair. Sure. Now you she know, was busting her ass and did a good job. Just met her, like knew her name from last night from the yeah, rally. Yeah, yeah or... I read the name tag. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, so... Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I'm not a Budweiser person. So, I mean, I've, I'm sure I've had one before, but. Well, if you've never had a regular Budweiser, you're like. I said I have. You I said, said I'm sure I've had one. So yeah, you sure can't I've verify had. it. No, I mean, I, I mean, I'm 52 years old. I've had a regular Budweiser or I several. You were 50. No, huh. 52. Who the hell? What? I thought you were fifty. That's why. That's why I gave you a pass a, on the music what, challenge that you always fucking blow. Because I thought maybe some of them I was going. Two years is going to make a difference. Well, yeah. You know, <laughs> okay. So anyway, um, the seventies theme though I wasn't wild about. But hey, a no. lot of people seem to have a good time. Oh my god, it. I couldn't you believe know, so. how many people dressed up, especially the ones that uh, went to get their 
their 70s shirt on Amazon and click the first. You could tell a lot of people just clicked the first one because right. they were all wearing the same shirt. Well, and that's what somebody said to me. So I had a nice 70s outfit. I said, yeah. Well, you don't know the backstory because I had an Under Armour shirt on. Yeah. I said, I actually founded Under Armour, but I didn't have the money to get it out on the street. So this actually would have been out in the 70s had I had the financial means to get it out there. Right. And they looked at me like this, and I just kind of just walked away. Yeah. So it was like, all right, yeah. well, you didn't get the joke, so never mind. Yeah. Well, I would have come along and said, yeah, then I invented post-it notes. There you go. Yeah. Um, but And that was a little perplexing, too, because I thought I thought all of the peace and the – I thought that was more of a 60s thing. Like well, that's, flowers and peace and all that I, kind of – That's what I said. I actually came in a V-neck, an old V-neck sweater with the rolled up, you know, the sleeves right. and the stuff. And that was, I thought, more 70s-ish. And it was, and like the the piece. See, that was what that was my. And Steve Allwerton, he was classic. I think seventies with the with the flannel plaid shirt and the right. Right. Well, the only thing that the gray area was, I think we're, and that's why I my angst in participating and therefore didn't was the piece stuff is actually more sixties. That's what I'm saying. And then I think so people I think people tried to intermingle the piece and the disco together cuz uh, disco would be 70s. Sure, right. You know, but the piece stuff would yeah, be like almost John, a Woodstock ish. You know, John Travolta right. with the with the um uh god what the hell is the, those suits made out of back at that point it was uh polyester suit yeah. with the with the really long yeah. collars right. and the right yeah. So um yeah, I thought I was looking kind of like seventies ish, like a like a Tom Watson, um, you know, some of those guys. Uh, Hale Irwin. I don't know if you right. were following golf at yeah. that point, but yeah. So anyway, uh, now the fundraiser like that. So yeah, do you ever see what? Cause you're part. You're a coach. Sure. So do you ever see what they bring in? Nah, no, we hear through the grapevine maybe what they brought in. No, because it's obviously, not now what do, you think, what do you think Horizons Center does? Because uh, obviously they're not doing that out of the goodness. Of, do they like cut Swan Valley a deal? Hey, you have it here. Because obviously, if they charge us two million dollars, yeah, no. and we and right. the athletic program lost money, then it wouldn't right. be a good fundraising event. I think. In years past, I have no idea how it's run now, is they just charge you like a wedding or whatever you're going to do, like a function, and here it is per plate, per person. And then the open bar, they keep a tally of how much booze and beer they go through and charge you know the, the host or who's ever doing the fundraiser, whatever, the, whatever it costs at the bar. And I think it's not retail like if it was an open bar i don't think they right. charge as much as an open bar to right. a regular customer but they you know they cut them some kind of wholesale deal but everybody because it's been there the last few years so it's got to be kind of a win-win for everybody i would imagine oh, for because, sure you know, like if if the athletic swan valley athletic association was clearing like eleven dollars and seven cents they'd probably look for another venue and say well this wasn't worth the time and after right. setting this all up for 11 bucks oh jesus i hope they cleared more than 11 <laughs> bucks with a 80 dollar ticket Right. Yeah, that so. math wouldn't work out very well, would it? Um, yeah, so, I mean, I, so it, even yeah, as it was a, coach, a good you time. Have to buy a ticket? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. You know, 
Support the kids. It's all for the kids. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's, there's always one conspicuous missing party there. But anyway, we'll move forward. <laughs> so. Um, yeah. So um, shows. Yes. Just two of them. Okay. Um, caught up on American Horror Story, New York City. Right. The latest episode really threw a zinger in there. It's like, what? Really? Wow. So it would be interesting to see where they go from here. And then... That's Hulu. Well, it's FX, but I, Liz and I are watching it on Hulu. And then the second one's a Hulu original, hour and 50 minutes. And it's, because it's a Hulu original, there are no commercials, which makes it better. And it's called God Forbid. Yeah. And it's about the guy that was tapping the wife of Jerry Falwell's son. The Liberty University president. Yeah, yeah. And, like, they picked him up and, and how he was just trauma. And I'm like, how are you traumatized? Beauty, like, he's 20 years old. These people, and she's, you know, a cougar by definition because they're mid-40s, early 50s. Is there a definition? Like, if you look it up in Webster and it said yeah. coo- there's like well, a... Well, not, probably not Webster's. You probably have to go to Urban Dictionary. <laughs> okay. So, I don't, yeah, I don't think... Well... <laughs> Correct. Let me correct that. Um, Webster's has a definition of cougar as an animal in the feline family. Sure. Yada, yada, yeah, yada, yeah, yeah. So. Okay. All right. Um, but anyway, so, you know, she's, uh, this kid gets to have, it's a, it's a true story. It's a, it was a case that brought down and actually, and then it kind of turns halfway through. It, got, it kind of turns how this Falwell guy actually got Trump. To you bail know, him out? Not bail him out. Oh. Elected as president with that, uh, I'm fucking forgetting the name of the that radical religious group. If you say it, I'll, I'll know it. But anyway. You're not talking about QAnon or. No, no. Oh. Um, but anyway, the, the start of it is this 20-year-old's banging his, this cougar. The only catch is Reverend Jerry Falwell's son, who is the president of Liberty University, has to watch. <laughs> What? And this is traumatizing because, like, you're, you're you're 20 years old. And these these people, rich and famous people, are taking you everywhere, and you're banging his wife. Who cares? But anyway, that's <laughs> it's actually a good watch. God forbid, on on Hulu. Yeah. Um, the only thing besides football Monday and Thursday was uh, Andor because all my other shows are either done, done, or the season is done. What is Andor? Andor is the Disney Plus. Uh, it's a Star Wars prequel to the movie Rogue One. So it's it goes back to how the rebellion actually started. So for Star Wars people out there, understand like that that's the whole gist of the whole Star Wars uh, plot line is that there's the Empire and there's the rebellion, right? Correct. So Luke Skywalker joins the rebellion, but this is they kept. They kept stepping it back, I guess, because Star Wars fans or, you know, Disney thought Star Wars fans wanted to know how did the rebellion start. So this uh, Cassian Andor character, that's obviously what the show is based on, is um, how the rebellion got started and da da da. And it's actually, it's quite good if you follow the Star Wars stuff because he's in a bit of a pickle at this point. Um, the the uh, the Empire actually has him. Um and they don't know it yet because he's under an alias, and you're wondering. You obviously, if you watch the movie Rogue One, because this is all prequel stuff, 
you know he gets out, but it's it's well done enough. You're very interested in how the hell he gets out of this jam. So, um, and it'll be interesting to see how he gets out because it's either going to be really salty or it'll be some good writing and right all that kind of stuff. So, see, I'm not all in on the prequel. That's what everything I seems know, to be now. I mean, and that's why I'm not all in on it. It's almost like uh, you're, you're you're with a transvestite. I mean, it's like you you think you're, you're hooking up with a member of the opposite sex, and all of a sudden you reach down. You're watching, <laughs> you're watching Star Wars as, okay, this is how it happened. And then now all of a sudden, well, this is, you know, they, they keep going back. And I didn't watch Star Wars with the intention of needing to get 457 other movies to backstory. Okay. It's a, it's a pretty weak analogy. I'll give you, I'll <laughs> I was just going to say. I'll give you that. It's All right. I was just going to say to everybody. Okay, everybody. Now, if anybody understood what Mike just said, please email ffaepod yeah. at gmail.com right. yeah, or enough. go to our Facebook page and please let me know what the hell he just said and how he tried to wiggle a transvestite in there. Um. Anyway. But, yeah. So, anyway, before we rate this beer, I want to uh, – Give credit where credit is due, because like I said, you know, my mom was adamant about that. So we have to go to my uh, the Flight Football Anything page and give some credit. We had a Mount Rushmore of best sitcoms. Oh, yeah. And you know what? We're probably going to have to do that in the next segment. So let's go ahead and rate this one, because at, your, at the South Studio, my Facebook is having... A heck of a time. My phone's having a heck of a time doing anything, actually. And it's it's not switching users like it's supposed to do. So before I throw the phone and break it right here on the air, right. we will... Uh, you're first, though. So let's rate Social Prohibition by right. right Rain Brewing Company. And we will share Mount Rushmore's... The listeners' Mount Rushmore's of comedies in the second segment. All right. And I'm just telling you right now... This I'm it's a four. I'm just how how far into the fours am I gonna go? And four point four point two. All right, and I already had my rating wrote down and I covered it up. I didn't want to go too high right out of the chute here. Yep. And maybe because it's the first beer of the night, but I, I came right out of the gate with a straight up four. All right. And uh, I have to interrupt this because Joey Logano. Well, that'll be the sports segment. Sports side. Okay. You just spoiled we'll do it. That. But, but uh, we'll, we'll touch on I didn't spoil anything. I could His car yeah, could have yeah, just yeah, crashed. Joey Logano just was with the transvestite. <laughs> <laughs> he, got the, he got the analogy. <laughs> All right. So the untapped crowd. Uh, what did they come in at? Okay. Eh, we liked it a little bit better. The thousand check ins on untapped. 3.85, which is, uh, man. Uh, okay, I'll, uh, you know. I would say, though, that this has enough New England fruity tangerine to it that may be, like, traditional hardcore IPA. But it says hazy on it, so I don't know why anybody. Maybe it's a little too fruity for the, the traditional IPA crowd, but I, I don't understand why that's at 3.85. That's weird. Because this is delicious. I could... Oh, I yeah, could yeah. I could get in serious trouble with yeah. this. I I enjoyed it as well, but you know, three point eight five is not. I mean, it's good. It, yeah, if it would have been a two point seven seven, right? We would have thought those thousand people were nuts, but right. you know, two you know three eight five is you know round up to four. We're we're in the neighborhood. 
Well, that might be Mike, but uh, I don't know. This this next one's going to be interesting. So this next tasting is called Gemini, and it's from Shorts Brewing in uh, Elk Rapids, Michigan, and it's also a collaboration with Starcut Ciders. Which right at this particular point, I can't. That's that's here in Michigan as well, I believe. Uh, pretty sure. Anyway, this is a milkshake IPA, which I don't think have we had a milkshake IPA on the pod. With I, no, I don't think IPA. We've had some sours and we, stuff we, from okay. Oozlefedge. Right, but this has got apple mango and blood orange in it so this is either going to be one of the the most amazing thing we've ever tasted or this could end up being a fail i don't know so yes let's give this a try gemini from shorts and star cut cider all right here we go um and we didn't play the music for corrections corner because it wasn't really I'm not 100% sure if it needs to be on the corrections corner, but last week when you were talking about Joni Mitchell, yeah, I was thinking Janis Joplin. So I'm not sure if Jimi Hendrix fucked Jan- Joni Mitchell or not. Oh, okay. <laughs> I had my, my 60s folk singers mixed up. Now, I'm, again, it's yeah. not we didn't put it. We didn't put the music. You are an idiot because Jimi Hendrix may have fucked her. I don't Maybe. know. Maybe. Yeah. Quite but possibly. I was thinking Janis Joplin, <laughs> right. which is almost. Yeah. Etched in stone truth right. that those two hooked up. Oh, for sure. So, anyway. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. I've got Ooh. the Maple Grill um, stainless steel. And I've got the glass pint glass. Getting Bizarre. some mixed notes. Like. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> well, here goes nothing. Yeah. Hopefully it, it tastes a little bit better than the. <clears throat> it doesn't. Um, hmm. See, that's the the collaboration with Starcut Ciders. Starcut Ciders had the up; they were at, at the alpha of this collaboration because this is more of a cider than it is a milkshake IPA. Yeah, yeah. There's there's yeah. a lot of there's a lot of a lot of stuff going on with this one. Woo. Yes, but anyway, mm-hmm. so sports. Yep, sports time. Well, we're going to lead it off with what you kind of tease the listeners. In uh, our resident NASCAR listener, Mike Kerchak, could uh, let me know about this, or we could you could just Google it and see. But since they went to the final four in the last race, typically what you have a little strategy going like Joe Blow will be leading the race, but he's not in the final four, and then it's just like you know. Richard Petty just trying to drive through traffic like a 65-year-old man and, like, use his turn signals and honk his horn and just, well, as long as I'm, you know, because the other guys have crashed, even though I'm 14th, I'm going to win the championship. Uh, Joe Legato took the whole kit and caboodle. Yeah. I mean, he was one of the four, and he won the race. Yeah. And my guy, Ross the Boss, was finished second of the four, finished third in the race. Ryan Blaney was in the middle, but Ryan Blaney wasn't in the final four. Christopher Bell was right up there, and Chase Elliott had some mishaps earlier on, finished laps down. But so Joey Logano wins NASCAR's championship and wins the final race of the year. 
<clears throat> Excuse me. Congratulations, Joey. Well, I'm not going to say that because of the guys in the final four, yeah. he was the only one I didn't want to win it. No, oh, okay. I, I ranked them um, yeah. Chastain, yep. Bell, Elliott, Logano. Yeah, for what reason? Uh, Curious. I don't like Joey Logano. Okay. He's yeah. got a horse face. Like <laughs> okay. So you don't so, like how he looks. Right. I got you. Okay. Yeah, no problem. Um, all right, well, Major League Baseball, uh, in case you didn't know <laughs> that the World Series finished. Yeah. And like I told you, Liz and I came home. Uh, Kyle Schwarber, when we were at the Rally in the Valley, homered to give the um, Phillies a one nothing lead in game six. No way. Kyle homered? Yes. Yeah. It was uh, a shocker. So it was one nothing, and then Jordan Alvarez. I think that's how you pronounce his name. He mm-hmm. had a three run bomb. They tacked another run on, and the Astros went on to win the World Series against the Phillies, four games to two, to get Dusty his elusive World Series championship as a manager. Now, personally, I don't know why everybody made such a big deal out of it, because number one, he won it as a fucking player. Yeah. I think winning it as a player is way more of an achievement and way more fucking yeah than winning as a manager because you know how many how many hits did Dusty Baker have in this World Series? Ah, uh, none. How many strikeouts did he have? Uh, he didn't have any. Dusty Baker didn't do anything except look stupid in his rubber gloves. The Astros won that fucking World Series. So he's the manager though, and, right? And I'm I've already said many times I'm I'm not a big baseball person, right? I mean, I watch, obviously. I try to keep track of the stuff that, you know, normal people keep track of. But so if you're the manager, you don't do anything? Not at the big league level. Not, not really? as much anymore with, with both leagues using the DH. And you don't have to worry about the double switch or, you know, when do I get this guy out of here? And, you know. So they should change the name to uh, Spectator, the head spectator. I'll, I'll go for that. All right. Best seat in the house. The best seat in the house guy doing nothing. <laughs> okay. Getting paid to sit in the best seat in the house. All right. You know, I mean, because it, it was still, hey, let's 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 be honest. It was still Ryan Presley who had to get the last three guys out. Yeah, I sure. Mean, it, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Okay, Dusty Baker called for him in the ninth inning. Right. But, hey, even Mike Peters drunk on his fucking chair after the rally in the valley says, yeah, Ryan Presley time. Because <laughs> you know, it's at 4-1, right. ninth inning of a World Series. Right. Who? Hey, Mike. Who are you? Who are you bitching? Well, who's the closer? Ryan. Well, put Ryan Presley in if he's the closer. Fuck, I can make that decision on my own. Right. So yeah, and like you know, Sparky Anderson, considered by some the greatest, some one of the greatest managers of all time, but he had some fucking shit dog dick teams. Yeah. You know, yeah. the '84 Tigers yeah. who had magic. Right. And Sparky Anderson looks like a genius. If got if the players don't play. Yeah. The manager looks like an idiot. Sure. So I'm just saying, hey, okay, so if you're into that, kudos to Dusty Baker for winning the World Series. My thing is, I think, and personally, I would think he would take more pride in winning, being part of the Dodgers World Series championships in the 70s championship. I don't think they won multiple, but... And that guy, I'm going to have to fact check that this is a break. I'm sure Dusty Baker won a World Series as a player with the Dodgers. Okay. Because he was one of my favorite Dodgers, him and Ron Say, the Penguin. Yeah. Um, so, but the highlight of Game 4, in my opinion, highlight Game 4, highlight of the World Series, in my opinion, was Game 4, in which the Astros won 5 nothing and four pitchers combined on a no-hitter. Yeah. Second no-hitter in World Series history, the first since Don Larson's perfecto. In the 50s. Yeah. So. No, that was impressive. 
But yeah, so kudos. No uh, trash can banging or anything like that. So no, and, and the listener, if you're a longtime listener of this that pod. That we know you, of. Well, if you're a longtime listener of this pod, even if there was, I could care less because you had to win. Mm-hmm. Everybody, you know, all the, like I listened to the Michael K show on the radio. Well, that's Tanya. You know, the, the Yankees should have won that, you know, but the Astros cheated. Well, but you didn't. You lost. And you lost again this year, and the Astros were in their fourth World Series, got their second title in the last four to six years, whatever it's been. If you don't like it, don't watch it. And that's what I – and I've always told the listeners, that is it right? Probably not, but that's how, what, how big business, the world, that's how you, you look for an edge to gain an advantage to benefit you. And if you can do that, you play it. Isn't that what competition is all about? Yeah, I mean, so, to some to some degree. I mean, and then you know, if you can skirt the rules, you skirt the rules, right? And but I don't think there's anything. Well, who knows? But anyway, the Astros are the uh, 2022 yeah. World Champs. All right, time for the Ovi watch. And again, when it's fucking starts legitimate, I want each and every one of you, eleven or twelve listeners out there. To go to bat for us and say, well, flight football and anything else kept me apprised of Alex Ovechkin's quest long before ESPN got on board. <laughs> um, the Capitals had four games since we last talked. They were 0-4. Yeesh. Yeah. Um, in those four games, they scored seven goals as a team. Wow. But Mr. Ovechkin had three of those seven. Um, and... And in the third game of the four games, he tied Gordie Howe's record for most goals with one team against the Red Wings, which is kind of ironic because Gordie Howe played for the Red Wings. Right, right. And then the next game, he broke Gordie Howe's record for goals with one team. And so now for the season, he's got seven goals, 787 in his career, which puts him at needing 107 to tie the great one. 108 to pass him. Now, keep in mind, 78, 79, 77, 78. Um, Gretzky did have 46 goals with the Edmonton Oilers in the World Hockey Association. Now, those don't count in the 894 goals. Right. And nor should they. I mean, he's in a different league. Correct. If he would have played in the NHL that first year, he would probably have a few more than the 894 that he ended up with. Right. But anyway, he didn't. So, so the record o- is Ovi should just go about 50 over. Right. Just to, well, just to it, squash it looks any. It looks like the pace that he's on, he's going to. Because, I mean, like I said, I mean, the, the team scored seven goals and he had three of them. Right. So, <laughs> uh, it would. I think the only way he doesn't beat Gretzky at age of 37 is if, you know. Yeah. Knock on wood. He has like, oh, and fucking tore both ACLs. Right. And will never skate again. Right. Because it almost seems like, you know, he's going to stumble upon 35 goals each year for the next three years because he's only 37. Right. Yeah. So, um, all right. Well, hockey to the NCAA. So, as we talk, nine, count them, nine more top 25 teams bit the bullet. And only this week, only four of them were head-to-heads. So that means five top 25 teams fucking shit themselves. Uh, number one, Tennessee lost at Georgia. 
Can't, uh, that's, that was a good matchup. Yeah, it's a good matchup, playing. but it's like I think Tennessee was number one on a high because to get like the Alabamas, the Ohio States, the Clemsons, the Georgias out of there, they put them on the pedestal, but the big boy on the block still slapped them around a little bit. Yep. Knocked them off their perch. Uh, speaking of Clemson, number four in the country, 14-game winning streak. Went to Notre Dame, got fucking destroyed, 35-14. <laughs> and it wasn't even that close. I think it was 28 yeah. nothing at one no, time. No, I know. And it was, and it was probably one of the few times ever I was rooting for Notre Dame. Yeah. Yeah. So, because, um, I mean, uh, Clemson was, I just, I still, I don't remember it because I didn't want to believe it. They were ranked fourth? Yes. Yeah, that's dumb. Well, all right. I just think. Well, they won't be anymore. No. And then the game, probably the game of the day, number six Alabama loses at number 10 LSU 32-31 in overtime after tying it with a relatively long field goal, scoring a touchdown themselves, and then LSU scoring a touchdown and going for two and making it and beating them. So I think for the first time I think ever, Brian, I think Brian Kelly still has a... He's still pitching a tent from Yes. Oh, for sure. He, he was all emotional, <laughs> crying. And I think now for the first time, well, not for the first time, one of the few times the BCS championship series of four teams since they've went to that format will not consist of Alabama being in there. Because there's too many other good teams for a, a two-loss Alabama team right. to, yeah. to be in there. So I yeah. think they're going to be out. Um, number 13, Kansas State lost to number 24, Texas, but it was at home. Number 16, Illinois, that Mich your, uh, you know, Spartans, Michigan State got off the schneid after horrible week after horrible week and beat Illinois. I truly don't think Illinois was the number 16 team in the country, but whatever. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, I don't know how Oklahoma State is number still number eighteen because it seems like every <laughs> right. week we talk about Oklahoma they lose. State, they get their ass kicked. <laughs> they lose, but yet they're still yeah. the, somehow. I don't know. They don't really lose. They got fucking destroyed again by Kansas, thirty-seven sixteen. Uh, number maybe 20. maybe Oklahoma State has pictures of all of the AP voters. Either that or they like that Gundy's mullet haircut and saying, "I'm a man." Talk about me. I'm a man. <laughs> maybe. Um, Number 20, Syracuse lost at Pittsburgh, 19-9. Number 21, Wake Forest lost to number 22, North Carolina State. And uh, um, you know what? Actually, that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. That's only eight games that I wrote down. The ninth team that lost in the top 25 was whoever Washington beat Thursday mm. night. Washington beat somebody Thursday night by three, yeah. didn't cover, and the team they beat wasn't like number 23 or 24. So that's the night team. Yeah, so that's the night team that lost. And, okay. oh, a little uh, report. The U, yeah. which should stand for the U suck. At home, in-state rival, Miami Hurricanes versus the Florida State Seminoles. Florida State, 45. Miami, 3. I am Ouch. totally confused as to why all these top recruits have, are committing to Mario Cristobal. But like I said last week, he's got to be promising like crack eight balls of crack and all those strippers and 
right. Jägermeister they can drink or something because <laughs> I don't know why he, he's they're doing right. Such you know, it's just baffling me because they get fucking ripped every fucking week. Yeah, that, so. yeah. I don't know. I don't know either. All right, so yes. What do we save the best for last? Right, the NFL. Yes. All right. I think this is where people are going to think that I'm going to go ballistic. Ironically enough, I'm not. Oh. Though there was a blatant pass interference call on Chase, a blatant pass interference non-call on Chase Claypool on the potential game-tying or game-winning drive. It was pass interference, no doubt, in the story. I'm not even going to bitch about that. Hey, okay. don't put yourself in that position. But the Bears lose 35-32 to to the Dolphins. And for three straight games, now the, now the Bears are 1-2 and two in these three games, but now for three straight games, as hard of a critic as I've been on Justin Fields, and the listeners heard me, and I'll, I'm not ready to anoint him the next Tom Brady or anything. Right. I'm not going that far. Because Tom Brady couldn't fucking run like Justin Fields does. <laughs> um so I'm, you know, I'm not going to anoint him that, but what I've seen out of this Bears offense, the addition of Claypool is going to make Komet and Mooney better. The defense can't seem to stop anybody, but when you get rid of Robert Quinn, you get rid of Roquan Smith, and you have two rookies starting in the defensive backfield, you got to expect some growing pains, and you got to think the the head coach, who's a defensive guy anyway, is going to right that ship. They're not a Super Bowl team this year anyway. Right. I mean, they play right. the Lions next week. I'm gonna, I'm gonna load my DraftKings account with thousands of dollars. Gonna put it all on the Lions, and you know, and hope because this is this is my this is the first of my two Super Bowls this year. Right. If the Bears finish five and twelve. No, I'm sorry, five and thirteen this year. But they beat the Lions twelve twice. I'm happy. So I've got to load up my DraftKings account and. You know, just hedge your hold, bet. Hold, hedge my bet so I don't slip my throat on somewhat right. live podcast. Because <laughs> if I slip my throat, we do have to do YouTube. That would get a lot more. That would get a lot of traction if you slip your throat. It, it, would, get, it would get a lot of traction, but only for that. I mean, it would be the end of the pod. Unless True. I do a weekend at Bernie's kind of a thing and just right. have you here like a marionette, yeah. you know, and tie your hands up. Um. But yeah. So anyway, I was. I mean. Field set an NFL record for rushing yards by a quarterback today. He's he's slowly but surely, really, yeah. He had 178 rushing yards. Holy one shit! Of, you know, 61 of them on a touchdown run, and he he still I think he has to go get through the progression, get through the reads a little better, but that'll come. Yeah. And now with the addition of Claypool, now. Now defense is going to have to respect Claypool, which should put Mooney. Because Mooney's a decent wide receiver, but nobody respects him because the Bears can't get him the ball. Right. So, and like I said, the last three games are one and two, but the offense has actually looked like an NFL offense. So if, if I'm going to bash him when it's going bad, see weeks one through six, right? I'm going to th- throw a little props their way because they, they, I mean, and even though they lost it, it was at least it was fun because it was like, all right, fuck, we got a chance in this motherfucker, right? You know, and they moved the ball, they, you know, this, that, and the other thing, and really, it's, they lost 35 32. And one of the touchdowns was a block punt that was scoop and score, so yeah, um, yeah, 
There's some promise there. Yeah, and it's, so and then uh, Lions, boy, like like we said last week, we're watching right now. It's fourth, it's second goal for the Bucks. They're down thirteen and nine to the Rams. The Packers, Green, uh, Aaron Rodgers owns the Lions through fucking three interceptions in the red zone. Oh, he's fucking oh, shit. How did he but, yeah, not catch that? Yeah, Brady's going to shit himself because that oh, was a touchdown. Oh, my God. Hit Scotty Miller right in the chest. Um, oh, God, how did he not catch that? I don't know if you watched the Lion game. Yeah. Hutchinson's interception, Rodgers underthrew Bakhtiari, Bakhtiari, however you pronounce it, offensive And, yes, that's the offensive lineman. It was tackle-eligible play. And they were on the three-yard line, and Rodgers underthrew him by four yards from that. I don't know how you underthrow somebody that much close, yeah. by that close together. Yeah. And Hutchinson intercepted him. And then I think he had two other interceptions in the red zone. And like I said last week, it looks like, you know, it took a lot of years, but it looks like Father Time is finally like dumping his chest. <laughs> I fucking caught you two. You thought you guys were the best, but I fucking finally caught up. Had to work for it, but I got you. Yeah. Because, you know, and, and like I said last week, I'll say it again this week, people are going to say, wow, my God, geez, they don't have a lot of weapons. Well, that's what they've done for the, their whole careers, made other people better. Right. And they're not able to make those other people better. Right. Big win for Dan Campbell though, hey Nate, uh, hey Nate, huh? Might, the big dog, big dog, probably actually, kicking the big dog, probably kicking himself right now. Say, motherfucker, they're gonna keep him in that round for another year. He'll for sure keep it. I, oh, I, he's not getting fired this year. No. I mean, he'll be he'll be on a real short lease next year, and they start out like 0 2, 0 3 next year. Yeah, then he'll be gone. Yeah, but the big dog wants him gone. Uh, like yesterday. Yesterday, and um, so big win against the Packers. So he's 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 around for the rest of the year. That Nate, so. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Nate, episode 74 of Spilling Nachos came out today. I wasn't incorrect by saying it would be a Thursday release because actually Nate and Tommy kind of fucked their schedules up because of Halloween and Tommy's Gun Club on the first Tuesday of the month. So they didn't come out Thursday, but the plan is they're recording two days from now and then it'll be the next episode will be released on Thursday. Gotcha. And, and then the current episode, I'm like, I got about 17 minutes left to go. Episode 74, and then the next episode will be episode 75, which is the Platinum Edition. Isn't 75 Platinum? Yeah. Something Isn't like it? Yeah. Is yeah. silver, or is it silver? No, 50 silver. But anyway, episode 74 is out. 75 should be out on Thursday. Uh, and I had a good week on the picks, finally, for a change. And for the good. first fucking time, I, I I always picked the Lions to win just to, to whammy them. Yeah. And I fucking picked the Packers. I thought, <laughs> as a straight-up pick, I figured that That has to be. You yeah. know that has to be a thing. But it has to be that thing. But And here's another thing. Before we rate uh, Gemini, which actually, is, the more you drink it, it's not as bad as on first pull. Right. But here's the thing. My buddy Keith Bull, I think he has pushed play on one of our podcasts. I can't even call him a listener, so he won't ever hear this. But anyway, he got me into a... Pick them contest. Right. You get two points for a win against the spread. And there's year year to date money at the end of the season. And to win a week, I think it's 150 bucks. So if you win a week, you're essentially playing for free. Oh. And then the the big payouts at the end of the year. Yeah. And I'm already out. I mean, it would take a miracle for me to uh win any year-to-date money. So I'm just playing week-to-week. Yeah, week. Right. Thursday night game in the 
8 or 9, the 8. Thursday night game and the 8 1 o'clock games against the spread. What was my record for this week? Uh, so there's nine games. Six and three. Okay. I would have killed for six and three. Oh. <laughs> Zero. Oh. Eight. <laughs> and one. The Chargers Falcons, the only. You can't deliberately try to pick fucking losers with that much success. Zero, eight, and one. That's that's almost that's almost as impossible as picking nine winners. You can't pick that many losers. Oh, that, that's. I mean, again, for the year today is irrelevant because I'm not going to win that anyway. I mean, unless yeah. I go undefeated weeks ten through eighteen, right, and get back in the hunt. But right, I mean, it's just like that's <laughs> that's I mean that's ridiculous, right. But anyway, so. All right, uh, sports. So I don't, I don't have anything else particularly. I don't know if you want to talk briefly about the uh, McAfee issue or save that for another time or if that's a non-issue at this well, it's, point. It's a non-issue now, but I like the fact, the poll that he has because on Monday, Pat Matt, what was the last week's Monday night game? Mm, oh, crap. shit. Uh, what, what, whoever it was, it doesn't matter. But anyway, on his show, he had to refer to him as the American Professional Football Association. And he basically drew stick figures of the logos of the team because the NFL said, whoa, feller, you can't be using. Oh, um, he didn't have licensing to. But he actually did. So, okay. so he went out there, and he was at him. He said, all right, well, you want to play those games? That's the way we'll play them. You know, whatever. And, you know, so the, and he kept referring it to as the American Football League of America, American <laughs> Professional Football Association, or whatever he called it. Sure. And the, the team from Washington plays the team from, you know, whoever the Monday night games were. Right. This, that, or the other thing. And then by Thursday, they had reached out, and it was like, all right, let's – because and I think what did it was he because he said on that Monday program it's like all right we won't cover the NFL like we've been covering it you know talking about the games and trying to hype this great sport of football and we won't do this that and the other thing so um, me being a former player I'll I, I'll guess I'm just going to reach out to other former players and discuss what goes on in the locker room and yeah yeah you know, and you know the yeah. concussions and you know what goes on. That sure. not everybody knows about, and I, you know, I'd be interesting by, to the I'll, listeners. Yeah, yeah. I'll play by their rules. You know, I'm not. I won't mention any names, but I'll, but I'll talk about the Professional Football Association <laughs> of America. Yeah, and but you know, and I'll shed some light from you know with right. other current players because I was in the league. Blah blah blah. Yeah. And then lo and behold, Thursday somebody reached out to him and said, "All right, you know, well, let's, Pat, let's, yeah, hey, let's, yeah, let's work let's, this out. Let's pump the brakes just a little bit on this and." You know, let's talk about this for a second. No, but we talked about last week. There was somebody from uh, a writer from Golf Digest because there was some there was some shit going back and forth between Kepka and Phil Mickelson. There was some smack talk. Um, They're giving each other a bunch of crap in in a press conference, and people thought maybe it was good humored or maybe it wasn't. Whatever. But this uh, writer from Golf Digest said they should have. Uh, somebody should have a paid subscription to be able to listen to um, a hot mic in professional sports. 
to catch oh, all the yeah. stuff, you know what I mean, that they don't really necessarily want to get out. I would pay for that too, especially like, oh, you know, I, oh, a lot of people oh, would. Oh, that would be a that would end up being like a billion dollar industry. Yeah, especially like when you guys get pers- you know, flag thrown at them yeah. or, you know, 10 minute misconducts in the NHL. You know, you'd like to hear what they actually what they actually yeah, what did said. He say? Yeah, Crash must have called him a cocksucker. <laughs> so, or said his wife was delicious or something egregious like that. Anyway, all right, uh, you're up first. All right, rating Gemini. All right, first poll, I didn't like it at all. I thought it was terrible. Settled down a little bit at the end, and I'm going to come in at a three point three one. Oh wow, very respectable. And never did I, and probably higher than I would normally rate it, but how much I hated it on the first poll as to where it finished, that's why I went with 331. Okay, so I went with a 2.85 because I was just very confused on the whole thing between the milkshake part and the apple and the hops, and the it was kind of. It was almost like a vegetable fruit smoothie kind of a thing, and I, I don't know. I just didn't. I couldn't figure out what I was drinking. What is it? A cider? Is it a beer? You know, and maybe some people would be really interested in. You know, oh, it's a different. You know, it's something different on every taste, and I don't know. I just like you know, two point five is average, right? Halfway yep. between. Yep. So I didn't say it sucked. Right. But I just, it wasn't, didn't, like, didn't knock my socks off. Well, let's see what our fine friends at Untap said about this one. And it looks like, oh, with only 281 check-ins. So just a little shy of 300 people. The average was 3.69. So you're a lot closer to that than I am. Yeah. Well, 281's not a real big sample size, so. Hey, I've got a question for everybody. Have you ever had a craving for a home-cooked meal over an open flame prepared by somebody who really knows what they're doing, made with the freshest local farm-to-table ingredients? And to make it even better, to be able to wash it down with your favorite craft beer brewed on site? Then to top it all off, to have this amazing meal in a warm, friendly atmosphere? Well, next time you have that craving, go to the Maple Grill. Right when you walk in, you'll know you're in the right place with the smell of the open grill and the generous selection of craft brews on tap. All you have to do is get yourself, family, and friends to 13105 Gratiot Road in Hemlock, Michigan. It's always a good idea before leaving the house or work to be sure to check out the daily menu posted on their website, themaplegrill.net. Themaplegrill, G-R-I-L-L-E.net. Well, that being said, Mike, we got to get to the third tasting. And the third tasting today is one of the two donations from Grandpa Blackhawk. Thank you, Larry. And this is from... Thanks, Larry. This is from Muskoka Brewery, just north of... 200 kilometers north of Toronto. There you go. 200 kilometers north of Toronto. And this is called Mad Tom. It's a West Coast IPA. Uh, Actually, for those keeping track at home, it's in Bracebridge, Ontario, Canada. There you go. There you go. Uh, Mad Tom was inspired by late night stories around the fire. This original West Coast IPA brings you a vibrant aroma, depth of flavor, and a crisp, citrusy undertow. 
And if I could read French at all, I could give you, I could tell you what Dave just said in French by going mad time, a et impire par de hitre. Yeah, so if I could speak any French at all, I could give you the French translation of what Dave just said, but, but I can't, so I won't. All right. All right. Oui, oui. That used to be an adult magazine. We owe you I. Was it? Yeah. Jim Bradley used to refer to it as Owie. <laughs> Woo, look at that pour. Actually, yeah, actually, that was a horrible pour. Mine was a fucking stellar pour. Yeah, it was. Um, We was actually quality. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll trust you. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Mm-hmm. IPA notes. A little more mild than the uh, social pro- probation uh, of the first tasting. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, Tom Brady may have had a live feed of the podcast as we were recording because, as you know, I said Father Time finally caught up. He led the Bucks on a drive right at the last the minute yeah. and, and won the game with nine seconds <laughs> yeah. to go. So Tom Brady gave the old yeah. middle finger to flight football or anything else. Right. Um, and the other game we didn't talk about in the NFL, and then we'll take the first pull of the spirit. Fucking the Jets beat the Bills. Yeah. Well, it's the, yeah, topsy turvy. Yeah, I mean, the Jets, the Jets, the Jets, the Jets, are, yeah, the Jets are a shitty fucking football team that wins football games. So I guess, hey, I guess just win, like Al Davis used to say, just win, baby. That's solid. Oh, very solid. Yes. Mm-hmm. Very similar to social probation too. No. This is, I think so. There's, there's no, no, there's no fr- yeah, there's no fruity, but no, the, the same IPA. Oh, for sure, yes, I agree that. But there's just no tangerine. There's no fruity. It's uh, it is as billed with the West Coast IPA. All right, and I said I was going to do this in the first segment and didn't. Said I was going to do it in the second segment and didn't. But last week's Mount Rushmore, yeah, was favorite sitcoms and had a lot of feedback on um, Facebook, Facebook page. Thank you. Okay, flight football or anything else. Follow us. And hopefully I can go to the original post so I can get to um, Brian comes in at number four was Home Improvement. Number three, oh. Who's the Boss? Number two, All in the Family. And number one, he went with Saved by the Bell just for the pleasure that um, he referred to as Kelly Kapowski. Oh, yeah. Who was actually Tiffany Amber Thiessen, who fucking aged very well through the years. Correct. So he, I think the... the um, wow, Who's pleasure, the Boss? Samantha. Yeah. So now look at now I'm gonna be so fucking pissed off at myself because I only had I fucking Facebook sucks. Maybe that'll be my F you because you can never fucking find anything that you fucking post and because that was just Brian's comment. I, and I cannot find any of the posts from our pod because the link doesn't give you fucking anything post and it fucking pisses me off. Post. Okay, so now I'm on post. There we go. I got it. There we go. Sorry, right. Facebook. All right. Tweak's Corner. <laughs> Eric from Tweak's Corner went Big Bang Theory, number four, How I Met Your Mother, number three, Fresh Prince oh, of Bel-Air, yeah. number two, and Seinfeld, number one. So let's go back to the other comments. Okay, so I already gave you Brian's. All right. Uh, Pastor Julie, welcome back, Cotter, MASH, Partridge Family, Big Bang Theory. Quality. Tammy Webb, Three's Company. Mad About You, King of Queens, Seinfeld. Tommy Lee from Spill, Spilling the Nachos. 
uh, Married with Children, Seinfeld, that 70s show, and his number one was MASH. Mm-hmm. Uh, my older sister Jennifer, Everybody Loves Raymond, King of Queens, All in the Family, Bewitched. Younger sister Caitlin went full house. Everybody Loves Raymond, King of Queens, and number one was Curb Your Enthusiasm. Oh, you know, I was wondering if that was ever going to, yeah. Nick Witzke went with uh, Office, number four, House, three, Married with Children, two, Two and a Half Men, number one. The Big Dog from uh, Spilling Spill the, the Nachos, yep. Home Improvement, Big Bang Theory, The Cosby Show, uh, minus the roofies he put on there. <laughs> and then number one was Roseanne. Uh, Rick Sampson, whose question it was, went with Happy A, Sanford and Son, Seinfeld and Friends. And then Liz, what Curb Your Enthusiasm, Brady Bunch, The Office, and Seinfeld. So actually, Liz and I have the same one, too. Must be why we're married. Um, nice. So anyway, so this will lead us into our current Mount Rushmore. And I told you we had three listeners suggested Mount Rushmore's. Uh, episode 149 was Mike Kerchek venues and stadiums for sporting events concerts. Right. Uh, episode 150 was Rick's sitcoms that we just went over. And then Nick Witzke went, his was favorite drinks, non-alcoholic, other than beer. And then, because then he even put, well, I guess you could put alcoholic drinks in there, but not beer. So, your okay. top four drinks, I'm I'm leaning towards non-alcoholic, but if you want to put in an alcoholic drink, like let's say you just live and die by the Bloody Mary, right? You can go ahead and put that in there because he did he said other than beer, right? right. So my number four <laughs> is going to be milk. Milk. Yes. Okay. Uh, my number four is going to be a Shirley Temple. That's the like Sprite and. Grenadine, yeah, exactly. My number three, this is the one I've got to think on the fly because I got my one, two etched in stone. Ah, fuck, what is my number three? Because I'm not going to go chocolate milk because I'm going to, the milk category is both. It's like skim milk, whole milk, chocolate milk. My number four is milk. Okay. My number three. Oh, fuck, what is my number three, Dave? Give me uh, a... Damn it! Because the only thing you drink is like... Yeah, well, it's got to be... Yeah, coffee's got to be in there. Are, those are... Yeah, just... We're, okay, we're all right, not, all right. Yeah, that, we're not We're not... You're not yet. there yet. Um, you know what? For my number... What else do I drink of? All right, my number three is an unsweetened iced tea. Okay. All right. My number three is chocolate milk. All right. My number two, I probably drink more of my number two than I do my number one. Right. But just because. Yeah. My number two, black coffee. It can be hot or cold. It can have flavors in it or non-flavors in it. You know, just your your plain old Jane coffee, you know, maybe a little uh, nutmeg cinnamon rolls, whatever. Hot, cold, black coffee is my number two drink. My number two is a fruit smoothie. A little apple juice, a little yogurt, um, some, you know, uh, diced up or, or, or uh, sliced banana, strawberry, and blueberry. All right. In the, uh, in the magic bullet or the ninja or whatever you want to pull it, put it in. Magic bullet, I saw that on uh, 
That's a sex toy, right? <laughs> yeah, I make my, I, you know, I, I clean it up after I make my smoothies and I, yeah, no. Um, all right, my number one, uh, easily, and, and again, like I say, I drink more of my number two, but I still like my number one better. My number one is Diet Coke. Yeah, that's that's my, I can't, I don't know, there's got to be something in there that's, that's, Addictive, addictive, or yeah, something. Because be. I mean, I I try to get away from it for some reason. I'm not sure why, but everyone and I, I can go a couple days, and then I'm like, ah, oh, I try to get away from you, and then yeah. you're pulling me back oh, in. Yeah. Agreed. So I I'll uh, I'll post the link to the pod on Facebook and my my personal Twitter and the pod Twitter at epodffa. By the way, and I'll put and then I'll put the uh, Mount Rushmore of I, you know what? I'm gonna say I'm gonna throw out. I'm gonna go non-alcoholic. Yeah, just you just know. make it non-alcoholic. Non-alcoholic is the Mount Rushmore because and both of yeah. us gave our uh, four things. They were all non-alcoholic, so I'll put that on there. And now, hey, little shout out to the listeners. We need help. Mike, Rick, and Nick came through. We're out of listener suggestions for Mount Rushmore. So if Dave and I can't come up with one, you guys got to help us out. Flight football or anything else on Facebook, Epod FFA on Twitter. Uh, we do have an Instagram. We got, yeah, we got to get that figured yeah, out. Which I'm not a... Frickin' day jobs. Yeah, exactly. I got to... Oh, yeah. We do have an Instagram for the pod if you can find it. So good luck on that. That'll be like a little Easter egg for the everybody. Well, so. as, soon as, as soon as we're not cleaning up leaves and stuff like that on our day off, you know, some down some downtime in the winter, you know, it, it might improve. We might get a, on a, you know, a handle on the Facebook and the Instagram and all that kind of stuff. Fair enough. Yeah. So, so um, all right. Now, eventually we're going to come up with a transition theme for this new segment. Maybe. We'll see. I don't know how long this this segment maybe won't be every week, but it'll be once a month or once every quarter maybe. But this new segment is um, Bon Jovi's favorite segment, Dead or Alive. Dead or Alive. All right. So. Last week we got into this thinking it would be a good segment because Mike, I mean, we it was like uh, Jerry Lee Lewis, right? Mm-hmm. So was it TMZ? I think it was TMZ that announced Jerry Lee Lewis was had died. He right. had passed, and the family contacted TMC, TMZ, excuse me, and you know the media and said, "Hey, wait, whoa, 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 he's you know he's not dead, he's alive." And then as soon as that came out. I think it was like a day later, two days later that he died. All right. So Jerry Lee Lewis has passed. Uh, rest in peace. So, but I want to now. So his publicist would be out of a job then. Well, it Probably. should be, yeah. Or whoever said they were part of his uh, publicity team, um, or should be arrested, or something along those lines. Okay. So, Mike. Yes. Dead or alive? Sam Elliott. Do you know who Sam Elliott yeah, is? Yeah, Sam Elliott's alive. He just recently was in uh, 1893, 1863, whatever the... 1883. 1883. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I was all around it. Correct, correct. All right, how about Ray Liotta? Do you know Dad. Who? Huh? Dad, May he looked tw- awful too. Yeah, and those fucking May- he quit smoking commercially. He looked like yeah. May twenty sixth, nineteen or he was at uh, sixty seven years of age. All right, how about uh, James Caan, The Godfather, Elf, uh, Brian's Song, Misery, 
James I want to say he was just in the news, but I don't want to Jerry Lee Lewis him, so I'm going to say he's alive. He passed uh, at the age of 82, natural causes. And you know what? I, I should have known that because I think the guys that, because uh, the guys that spilling the nachos are big mafia movie right. show okay. people. And I right. think they mentioned that on their show, so shame on me. Okay. So, Ray, rest in peace, Jimmy Kahn. All right. Olivia Newton John. She She's dead. She died this year. Passed away. Yep. Age 73. <laughs> uh, let's see. Morgan Freeman. He's alive. You sure? Yes. Okay. Yep. Age 85. He's 85 years old. 85 years old. I wouldn't have guessed he was that old. Yeah. Tony Sir Goose. Goose is dead. The goose. Yep. He actually, yeah, he was the Fox end zone reporter. Yeah. And I believe he died... The end of last season or the start of this season? The start of this season. Yeah, okay. Uh, well, I think he, in 2000, yeah, start of this season. All right. Yeah, somewhere around in there. Uh, age 55. Paul Serino. Servino. Paul Servino. Uh, good, good fellas. Yeah. You want, you want a picture? No, he, he's dead. You sure? Yeah, because okay. that actually, that I know was covered on Spilling the Nachos. Okay. Okay, well, so, you know, that, that was, a, yeah, I so, knew that one if you paid because, attention. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, he's a, he's a, I think he was in other mafia shows too, and I know Nate and Tommy mentioned that one. So I, unless Nate and Tommy, if Nate and Tommy are wrong, I'm going to have to have. No, no, demand. age 83, right. supposedly of natural causes as well. All right, well, that's a segment of Dead or Alive. All right, so we Dead have Dead or Alive. Bon Jovi. Yeah. All right. So, you know what? There's a little dead time here. There's a little sound effect here. So just bear with us, listeners. Hey, you know, we're somewhat professional, but not. Oh, no. Oh, no. And this is a different version of the game. Oh, all right. And courtesy of one... Chuck McPeak, and I kind of like it, but you got to find the right songs, and I'm going to give you five seconds. So is Chuck going to be off my Christmas card list? No, I don't know. I think it's, right. I think it's a good game because he thinks you might. He actually said Dave might have a better shot at the music <laughs> game if you do it this way. All right. Oh, that's easy. Def Leppard. Yeah. Um, of love. I'm out of love. Photograph. There you go. There you go. All right. Yeah. So Yeah, Chuck, you just made my Christmas card list. Yeah, there we go. Expect so, a picture of the family. Maybe what we'll do on the music game when you hear the uh, the old, the patented, it might be lyrics. It might be, hey, what, you know, a, sure. a nugget in the song where you have to answer the question. Got it. Or it'll be you get five seconds. But you got to be careful. Cause like if, it start, if the song immediately starts out with words... Then obviously it's a giveaway, so you gotta just right. give us all right. All right, yeah. So, all, right. all right, I like it. I like it. All right, so now you said you had a an fu, Dave, and I don't want to, um, yeah, disparage. And then why my phone gets possessed at this the cell studio? I don't know. Um, I don't so have like a, keep, I don't have a steel roof or anything. But keep talking because okay. now what I've got to do is I've got to queue up. The segment music because I just did that one, so we'll have some. Yeah, go ahead. And Frank talk. Sinatra. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. I've got the world on a string. 
Sitting or, on yeah, a rainbow. Or you, can, you can sing to the fans or you sure. can uh, talk about <laughs> this, that, or the other thing as I cue up the music because yeah. I refuse to go into the segment without the music. Right. That's so just you, my OCD. So you cue that up. I'm just, and this is not a political, it is a political statement, but not for one political party or the other. But it is like, when are we going to reach that point when I see ads for both sides, or I should say from both sides, and we know this last week is nothing about the issues. It's about you know what the other side is doing wrong. You know what? It's funny you, I, you, you use your filler there. Yeah. But hold that thought, and it's not me being rude and disrespecting you, but hold that thought because that's going to... St- Transition into my random question. Okay. So hold that thought. I will. There's Millie. All right. Millie Jackson. I'm going to let you go first. Like I said, I got to think if there's... I I think I'm actually pretty complacent this week. But anyway, you said you had one, so let's bring it. So... My fall nemesis, which is probably most of your fall nemesis, this thing, it has to piss everybody off to the point of saying that just that egregious four-letter word that starts with F. Because I went around the yard and I picked up, it's, it's been a week and a half-ish, maybe almost two weeks before I, you know, since I picked up poop. I picked up a shit ton of poop, Okay. But yet, when I went to actually mow today, and there, you know, my my yard's not leaf covered, but there are some leaves in the yard. God damn, if I didn't fucking step in two, three more piles and then get, you know, you're you're pushing the mower along and the little piece of shit's hanging on to the right wheel of the, the front wheel of the mower and then you're like, God dang it, because I don't want to put this thing back in the shed with shit all over the wheels. So then you got to get out the hose and now if you've already put it away... You've got to hook the damn thing back up and spray off the wheels on the mower, right? Yep. And unless you're that person that just like, oh, fuck it, I'm just going to drive it in or put whatever you're, you know. Well, I'm the other person because what I do in that situation, I take a stick and I scrape it out and then I put the stick in the recycle basket. <laughs> okay. Or not basket. Exactly. Not, yeah, not yeah. recycle basket. Yeah. The, the bag. Right. Yeah, but yeah. this is my OCD and the fact yeah. that there cannot be a molecule of dog shit on the wheel, on my shoe or the wheel of the mower before I put either of them away. So I, I don't agree, care. I agree with you on the shoe. The, the mower part doesn't matter to me because once it's mashed into the, like I say, when yeah. it's fresh and you can still smell the stench, I yeah. scrape it off. But one, if it's hard enough and it goes into the shed, yeah. the stench is gone by the next time you use the mower. <laughs> I don't I don't leave it on my shoe. I do agree right. with you on that part. Okay. But I'll even go put a headlamp on if it's dark. You know, if you finish mowing this time of year, you know what I mean? If it's a little later or a weekday night or something like that, I'll put a headlamp on and I'll get it. I mean, that stuff will be clean before I... But so my fuck you is to... I don't know if it's to my dog. It has or to be to just the dog because the, the dog's the one shitting in the yard, so that it has to be to or the Or is dog. it to myself that I can't... Or is it to the leaves that hide the shit? You the know leaves, what I mean? The leaves would be a bit. It's either, it's either to Duke or to yourself. It yeah. can't be the leaves. Well, I'm leaves. not going to do it to myself. <laughs> right, That'd so be right. dumb. Yeah. So I got to teach my dog not to at least crap in like a, a, a more confined space or something. All I don't right. know. You got one? Yeah, or you, I, no, you, you know probably what, I, said you had a good week. You might yeah, as well stick with that. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with the week. I'm sure there's things that miffed me, but you know what? 
not worthy enough of a good old fashioned. And plus, you guys won a basket at the rally, so yeah, yeah, you've won yourself a big me gift card. Heck yeah, and a nice hat and a blanket and a, and a cock ring. <laughs> what? It supposedly, it's a cup holder, but it looked more like a cock ring to me. And I told, uh, of course, it did. I told uh, Tom's wife that who put the pa- the basket together. <laughs> so, oh my god! Um, Only you. So anyway, yeah. Uh, random question. Yeah, random question. And so, not how. Yeah. Because this pod doesn't really do politics. How Tuesday, November eighth, election day. Yeah. Are you voting? Am I voting? Yes. Oh yeah. All right. Me? Yeah. No. 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 Nope. You're like my oldest. He's like I know nothing about anything. And so then, fucking, I'm not voting. Turn. Turn back the clock two years ago because this podcast is three years old, and um, yeah, you said something to that effect, right? I mean, and it's th- it's three years old, and I just don't, yeah, I, I don't have enough knowledge because it, I don't have enough knowledge of what I'm doing to just go in there and simply, yeah, color in and then may, be made to look like a <laughs> fucking fool when you're not smart enough to put the ballot in the right yeah. way and some 90 fucking year old like oh no 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 that's not the way you do it it's like shut right. up fuck you i should have voted anyway so i, I i'm not gonna vote yeah and then the people say we don't and i i appreciate the um this is gonna be a pod first i'm gonna segue this into a second random question because this was so short-lived but I appreciate what everybody who died for this country and the rights this country has because this country has other rights that other countries don't have. But like I've said two years ago in the presidential election of Biden versus Trump, I didn't vote because, what's like I say, what's worse? Not voting, which is your constitutional right, which people have died for, fought for, which that's a, that's a great part of that. Right. Or... Uh, yeah, let me, uh, check, check, check. Man, did you realize you just voted for somebody that wanted to castrate all little boys that were seven years old or younger? Really? I did? Oh, shit, I didn't know. And that person won. You're the blame. It's like, so what's what's worse, no vote or an uneducated vote? Right. Well, half the votes are uneducated anyway because all this shit that's on TV. And again, it's like they're dressing up Republicans in 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 Hawaiian shirts, and and then they're making Democratic candidates like look like they're 157 years old and about ready to die. And it's just like, how can we, how can we scare all the people that aren't gonna read or figure any of this other stuff out? Like, how can we just terrify people to vote the other way? That's pretty much how it works. Because they understand how most human beings work and how busy everybody is and how uneducated, not uneducated, but how uneducated they are in, you know, the political system and what's going on and who's going to do what. So it's just the whole, the whole thing is stupid. And that was part of my, that could have been my second fuck you or something like that, because it's just, it's annoying. And the and the and the and it's everybody thinks it's annoying, but nobody can do anything about it. Yeah, right. And so, uh, and so yeah, I mean, I, I I understand your point. You know, and here's the thing. I mean, some people that understand some politicians are going to probably do things that are going to benefit their life, 
and other people are going to, you know, look into and research a little bit what other politicians are going to do better for their life, and they're going to vote for those people. Right. Yeah, and that's natural, right? That's what that's what you're going to do. But so, you're assuming those people are those people that you're voting for are actually going to be able to or it's do a, what they do. It's a hundred percent assumption. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's a it's a it's a best guess. You know what I mean? It's almost like they should put it on FanDuel. You know what I mean? Mm. <laughs> How's that? Should. How's that for an idea? Very good idea. Speaking of I'm not I haven't deposited FanDuel my fucking DraftKings. I get they call me Mr. F- Mr. Almost Parlay. But anyway. Yeah. No, all right. So now before we wrap this Well, uh, and I have yeah, to I have to say one more thing. Yeah, go ahead. I was talking to one of our listeners, Josh and he was talking about how messed up this is because there was a commercial out for a certain candidate in Bay City. Oh, you know, uh, she votes for, you know, straight for the Biden administration and blah, 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 and this and that and the other thing. And, you know, just these these comments. Uh, and now I'm trying to say it and I don't want to get it wrong, but something along those lines, you know what I mean? Voted along with the Biden administration and, and these, like, national issues and this and that. And she's a fucking city councilwoman. How in the hell is a city councilwoman going to vote along, you know, uh, along with the Biden issues and the, it just, it, it just doesn't, it's like the, again, it's these scare tactics. Right. Um, and both sides are doing it, but it's just sad because that's how they feel they have to compete and get people to, to like scare them. Like I said before, and, uh, now I'm being a broken record, but you know, they're scaring people to vote the other way. Just dumb. Right. Anyway, sorry. That's right. I'm off my box now. All right, and and thus, why I choose not to vote. Because uh, otherwise, if I'm voting, it's just I'm, I'm going on the smoke show. <laughs> right. Going on the, going on the <laughs> smoke show ballot. Rather see you on a stripper pole. <laughs> I'm voting for Jack. No, you're a slob. Not voting <laughs> for you. So, all right. Uh, Random question part two. That reminds me of the movie Shallow Hell. Yeah, see? It might be the first ever double random question episode. All right. Episode 151. All right. And since I'm going to spring this on you like that, I'll go first. But what one thing should you care about, but you just don't? And mine is the... now. Again, I'm pulling information off the in- internet. Not that that makes it right. Maybe the world ends. Oh, to- the internet's 100% correct. Maybe the world ends tomorrow. Yeah. But, and I'm going to give you an example of this. What I don't care about is, you know, these all the, the global warming and the end of the world and the planet can't sustain this and that and the other thing. Right. That's a hot topic for a lot of people. Yeah. Hashtag IDGAF. Am I selfish? Probably, absolutely, 100%. That's my reason I'm about to give is the absolute definition of selfishness. And what I said about when I pull it off off the internet is like, um, but don't worry, the scorching destruction of Earth is a long way off, about 7.5 billion years in the future, according to some calculations. Now, again, you can find anything to prove any argument on that, but so I'm not I'm not going to go with the 7.5 billion years. Right. I'm going to go, let's say the world ends. Would you say this big blue marble that we live on mm-hmm. 
has at least 100 years left. Given our massive yeah. destruction of polluting right. the ecosystem and well, the it's throwing fucking plastic straws into the ocean and killing seals and this, that, and the other thing. Do you think we have at least 100 years left? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, now, in 100 years, you're going to be 152, I'm going to be 155. Dunzo. We gone. <laughs> right. Well, let's take the age of, uh, right. we, we've got a 20, a 20, a 20, how old's Jake? 22. At a 22, so that's 20, 40, 60, 82, Justin's 26, 82 and 26, 108. I think I got that right, Grandpa Blackhawk. 108, 108 divided by 4 is 27? Sure. No, no, no okay. That, no. 108 divided, by, sure. 108 divided by 5. Yeah. 108 divided by 5 is 21, 22 okay. in that range. Sure. 22 years old our kids are. In 100, in 100 years, our kids will be 122 years old. They're going to be done-zo. they gone. Right. So let's say the first one of our kids has their kids in five years. Yeah. So in five years, that means 95. That means their kids will be 95 years old in 100 years. Yeah. Probably done-zo. done <laughs> Those kids have kids at 30. Yeah. That means our great, great, great. Grandchildren, no, yeah, yeah, our great great grandchildren will be 65 years old in a hundred years. Yeah, 65 is probably a little too early to die, right? Yeah, but fuck it, (laughs) don't concern me, I don't give a fuck. (laughs) Yeah, no, 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 no disrespect to right, you know, our great grandchildren, yeah, but just like my great 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 grandparents, yeah, I don't give a fuck. A flying fuck about them. Yeah. I have, you know. Yeah. Now, with the, with the exception of the old obligatory thank you, because without them, we I wouldn't have had my great great great, and without right. them, I wouldn't have my great great, and without right. them, I wouldn't have had my great. Well, I wouldn't have had my grandparents. Wouldn't have my parents. I wouldn't be here. We wouldn't be doing a pod. I get that. So if the the big this big blue marble ends in a hundred years, or the seven point five nine billion years you find on the internet, or somewhere in between. Why do people give a flying fuck about that? Oh, it, oh, you got to save the environment. It's like, okay, well, mine is a very doomsday approach at 100 years. Okay, maybe 7.5 billion is a bit of a stretch. But let's go somewhere in the middle. It's yeah. like, what do you, what do you, you're that yeah. full of yourself that you're going to fucking make a difference on the end of the world? It's really weird that you bring this up because on my Apple News, they had an article that they have found an asteroid. And I believe the name of that asteroid is 2022 AP7. Okay. Happen to remember that because right. I'm a dorky geek like that. And it's it's going to cross Earth's orbit when... We're on the opposite side of the sun from it when it does. Okay. So there's an orbital path, right? Right. It's going to cross that orbital path. It's about two kilometers in diameter. It's a planet killer. Okay. So if it hits, you know, if it hits anywhere close to dead on, we're fucked. Right. So, and they said it's going to be about a century to a century and a half before it might come close to crossing our path. And I rest my case. (laughs) Yeah, to our great-great-grandchildren who are 65, eh, 
Hell, just think, my great-great-great-grandparents, their life expectancy was 40, so you outlived them by 25 years, so go fuck yourselves. So that's... so. <laughs> that you is, just tell your great-great-grandchildren to go fuck yes. themselves? Okay. I just so, wanted to be clear about so that. So that is the... It's probably something I should care more. Eh, but hell, I mean, I recycle. I put my fucking leaves in a lawn. Right, you know, sure. You know, I try to do yeah. my part. I'm yeah. not saying I'm a total fucking... Right. You, you piss out in the backyard once in a while to save water. Exactly. Yeah. And it's just like, but so that's the one thing I probably should care about. You don't but shit I, out in the backyard. But I do just you? don't. Oh, <laughs> you I, do. You, do you know? Do you know? Your, do you know your what you should care about, or do you need time to think while I say oh, what, God. what I think? Well, I was okay. Well, yeah, I do know. Go ahead. Are you sure? Yes, because okay. I, I just want to close with a oh. totally meaningless fact that only. Grandpa Blackhawk and my sister Caitlin will appreciate. But okay. anyway, go ahead. So what should what should you care more about, but you don't, Dave? So in the mail, almost every day, I either get something from the Shriners, St. Jude's, March of Dimes, Alzheimer's Association, the American Heart Association. Every damn day, you get something. Right. And so... You know, you see the commercials on TV, you read the publications. Should I, you know, should I donate? Should I not donate? Um, it seems like in the years that I have donated, I still get the mail, you know, I still get the the solicitation right. in the mail to donate. You know, thank you for your donation, but we need right. more. Right. Um, I don't know. Should I care about that stuff more? Should I, should I donate a little bit more? I'm not, I don't know. No. Okay. And... Like, I think it was season one of flight football or anything else. I think I even said that. I think I think one year I single-handedly supported the uh, women men's and women's winter Olympic team by getting you know by giving a twenty dollar donation. I got my Olympic hat. A twenty donation. <laughs> I got my, what... <laughs> my Olympic lapel. Yeah, yeah. At one point back in the day, Shelly saw these things, the little pins and the hats and all this other stuff. She's like, Jesus, how much did you donate to them? I said, $5? She's like, what? It's like, they just lost money on that. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. What the hell? She's like, don't do that. Don't donate $5 and then, yeah. Anyway, so I stopped. So I'm going to blame it on Shelly. There we go. There we go. Shelly, you just killed the March of Dimes. (laughs) All right, so... Before yeah. we rate Mad Tom, and you go first, where does the time go like that? Church. By the way, experience the blood of Christ Saturday at church because apparently COVID is no more. Other than the cry room, they still have the cry room closed off due to COVID restrictions, but you can drink off a glass that anybody else has drank off of, and hallelujah, the blood of Christ is back because they do have wine offerings for the parishioners. Gotcha. Now, I don't know how long ago that happened, Yeah, but this is my first week back since sure. coaching youth football. Sure. Anyway, was, uh, you know, 22 years ago, 20 years ago, 17 years ago, however long the Saginaw spirit have been here, I believe an inaugural, inaugural member of the Saginaw spirit, one Daniel Borges, mm. I was part of their second child's baptism on Saturday night. And Caitlin, Caitlin, you'll text me when you listen to this, who it was, because the the girl, the mother, Caitlin went to school with, okay. and Daniel went to Nouvelle, 
Yep. Played for the Spirit, and then obviously stayed in the community. I, you know, I don't know if they still live in Saginaw, but right. they're obviously close enough to have their baptism of their second child. I don't know if their first was baptized here. That's I don't know if I was part of that, but I was part of Daniel Borges' second baptism. And again, everybody that's still listening to this podcast is like, what the fuck is he talking about? I said only two people would give a fuck about this, and that's Grandpa Blackhawk. And... Uh, my sister Caitlin, but Daniel Borges' son Vincent was baptized Saturday at St. Thomas Aquinas. So welcome to the community, big Yeah, God. maybe we can make him a listener someday if so, we're still alive. Yes, as long as it's yeah. it after 100 years, it's a crapshoot, buddy. <laughs> All right, so let's rate, um, what is this? Mad, Mad Tom, Tom from uh, Muskoka Brewery. All right. Uh, as far as West Coast IPAs go, I'm gonna have to go big on this one. It's I'm gonna go three point. Mm, I'm gonna go three point nine zero. Wow. Yeah, I liked it. Oh, shut up. Three point nine six because I liked it a lot, but I think I got to give the edge to social probation. Yeah. And I gave social probation a four. Yeah. And. Yep. I liked it a little better, so I went 3.96. All right. So I don't have. Yeah, the untapped version, 34.3 thousand check ins. So oh. far and away, I mean, 30 times more than our first two combined. So Muskoka Brewery is popular well, yeah. or a big contingent of untapped fans in Canada. Yeah. 34.3 thousand check ins. 3.64. So we liked it a little better than they did, but they're in the neighborhood. Sure. Absolutely. Well, anyway, Dave, 151. So I look down at the bottom of my glass. I can see him out of beer. And as the late, great Stuart Scott would say, you ain't got to go home, but you got to get the heck up out of here.